I came back to Sioux Falls to save Sam and Dean Winchester. And I did. No. We did. We saved Sam and Dean. All of these amazing women. My family. They don't know it yet. They think I'm staying because I'm broken. But I'm staying because I need them. My family. My army. Change.
I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I cover every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. And we're back with more of season 13. Wayward Sisters, Chris. Deja Vu, sisters. Deja Vu. It's our first repeat. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting going back. Yeah. So listeners who've been with us for a while may know that we did this episode when it came out, even though it was drastically ahead of us. I don't remember where we were, but we were... We were pretty far back. We were in like season, Probably season six something. Seven, yeah. eight. Yeah. Um, and we covered it without context because we just, to be honest with you, we just wanted the hype. Like we were like, everyone's yeah, going to be talking we, we about this. This is, this is going to be a way to get people attracted to the show. And um, that did not work at all. That went 100%. I don't think a single person even listened to it. Yeah. And if, and if you did, like, if you came to the show because you saw a Wayward Sisters tweet and, and like you were like, oh, this show looks good, like, let me know because, but I do not think that it worked. Um, no, no. And we kind of had the conversation of coming back to this episode of like, well, should we just bump that old one up? Um, and then I, I was, nah, let's just record it as normal. Let's go through our normal schedule. Yeah. Like we, I think there's a lot of stuff to talk about in this episode that would, what, that makes more sense to talk about now versus us just probably not understanding anything about it last time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, 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 I dig this episode. I don't know. I don't know where you're at, Chris. Yeah, it's a good episode. It's a good episode. I told you I had a hot take, but you, it's, yeah, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the spice to drop. Uh, um, in the meantime, before the spice yes. drops. Patreon.com slash Monster of the Week. Join our Discord. Get exclusive content. All that cool stuff. It's great. Thank you for everybody that does it. Thank Ratings, you. reviews, all that stuff. Chris. What's up? Season 13, man. You got nine episodes to catch me up on. Nine episodes. It's been going on. Last time on Supernatural. The boys finally located Jack, who hadn't just been on vacation, it turns out. Um, the Nephilim was actually trying to find a way to save Mary in order to prove himself to Sam and Dean. This quest led him to a young woman named Kaya, a dreamwalker who can see into parallel worlds. After kidnapping Kaya and forcing her at gunpoint to help them, the Winchesters found themselves transported to another world, but not the world where Mary and now Jack are located. Meanwhile, Patience began having visions that led her back to Jody. Uh, Ketch is back for some reason and Cass and Lucifer are imprisoned together in hell. Nicely done. And we're going to discuss Season 13, Episode 10, Wayward Sisters, written by Robert Behrens and Andrew Dabb, directed by Phil Segrisha. This aired on January 18th, 2018. A bunch of names return. I'm not going to read them. I read them last episode. I'm not going to bother mm-hmm. this time. When Sam and Dean go missing, Jody Mills calls Claire Novak, the rebellious rogue hunter. 
and tells her it's time to come home. They need to find the Winchesters. Claire returns and reunites with Alex Jones, not that one, who has stayed behind with Jody and tries to balance a normal life with being a Padawan. While Jody is happy to have Claire home again, she's plagued by Patience's disturbing force vision involving her adopted daughter. Claire and Axe search for Kea Obi-Wan, the dreamcatcher responsible for opening the rift that Sam and Dean went through as she holds the key to their whereabouts. Jody calls oh. her friend, Anakin Skywalker, to round out the team and the women head off to the most important hunt of their lives. Um, I've been watching too much Star Wars, Chris. I don't know what happened Flipping there. through my notes here. Here we go. Anakin. I don't, I don't remember Anakin. <laughs> shoot, shoot, shoot. Uh, that was the wrong episode. God, I punched my mic so hard just now. Sorry. Um, so here's my hot take. It's not that hot of a take. Okay. But Hit me. So this is the second time watching this for the show. Yes. The first time we watched it, I didn't go back and, and no. listen to that. I had, I had planned on it, but I thought, I don't want to just like repeat myself. So, and maybe I will unintentionally but back then we didn't have the full context obviously we know who some of these characters are we knew jody we knew claire mm-hmm. um and we knew sam and dean but we we <laughs> hadn't seen how all the pieces had come together just yet we didn't i think we knew alex but we didn't recognize alex yeah. at all yeah. yeah um but watching it without all that context i think it actually really really worked wayward sisters really worked as a standalone pilot um for all i knew at that point i mean I, or could have known at that point was that you know oh, supernatural could have been over for all for all i knew is what i'm mm-hmm. trying to say here and i could have picked up on what was going on here by just being like oh yeah sam and dean like the, the characters from supernatural they're in this show too and they've gotten themselves into a situation and because jody and claire who are kind of our two main forces here um they're in the dark on what exactly happened and what exactly is going on i think that that it actually worked really well as as a viewer who was in the dark, as a viewer without the context, um, I could follow along really well with what Jody and Claire were going through, and I think it brought me a lot closer to the episode without context, which is weird, and that's not how you're supposed to watch this. In context, it was more like, oh, okay, yeah, this is yeah, this is just a supernatural episode. Um, it didn't feel as special, weirdly enough, with all the context. Interesting. Okay, so you're saying yeah. like this felt like a pilot. When you were just treating it almost like a pilot as opposed to the next episode in this series. Yeah. And so I think because, and, and again, we were so far back. We hadn't seen any of season 13 yet. We didn't know any kind of the new style that they use, any, any of the new techniques they use. So this felt like such a unique standalone thing that I was like really, really hyped up about it. And, you know, we were so sure this is going to be a show. This is going to be great. I can't wait. Um, watching it now, it just felt like another episode in the season. Which it was a good episode. Don't get me wrong; it was a good episode. Um, it just didn't stand out quite as much as it had the first time. That's the other reason I think that it's interesting to talk about this again, um, because now we have the the twenty twenty hindsight on it. Um, so mm-hmm. we we watched this as it aired, which we've never done with Supernatural. Um, right. I take that back. I watched. I, we had done. I did that, and I think I did Scooby Natural. Those were the two episodes I watched. Like oh, yeah, right yeah, after, yeah. and obviously um, we watched it the, as it aired early. back in the day. But. Yeah, yeah. But before the podcast, let's let's specify. Yeah. Um, so, like, as you mentioned, I, I thought this was a fucking slam dunk. Like, you've got a mm-hmm. cast of characters mm-hmm. of diverse and interesting people with cool actors that are all going to be, like, they all have interesting relationships. They're setting up, like, a, a dark messiah kind of figure to do some yeah. shit with. Like, they've got it localized to Sioux Falls, which I think at the time when I was watching, the, when I was watching this the, the first time, I was like, man, they, and, I, and to be clear, 
I haven't gone back to listen to that first episode. I'm going to go back. And I think if we make the same jokes, I'm going to cut them into this podcast. <laughs> so we're going to get, we're going to, we may have some history moments on this one, but we'll see. We'll see how much time I have, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I was kind of worried that it would just be Sioux Falls. But now that we've got caught up with these, with the show, that actually is really, really attractive to me to have that like localized territory of, then yep. you get to learn characters from the town and you get to learn like mysteries of the town or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be interesting yeah. if it was a little bit more localized and really focused on these characters relationships. I am. Um, and, it, and looking at the trivia section on the wiki, this is the most watched um, mid season premiere. So like they, oh, wow. they went on break for a couple of weeks and then they came back with this and this up to this point was the most watched season pre- or mid season premiere that supernatural had ever had. Um, like 1.85 million people. The hype was real, man. The hype what was the fucking real. And again, they had all of these people lined up, and I think they were all good. Like I think everybody. My weakest link on any of these, in any of these actors, is probably Kaya. But that's only because she just doesn't seem to quite fit with everybody. She um, doesn't do anything. Also, that yeah. In this episode, like, she didn't have because she had already done everything in the previous episode. Yeah, so, like, and part of me watching this now after. We'll get into the actual episode soon, but part of me watching this now was thinking, did they film this out of order? Because Kaya seems to have, I don't know, more fire in her in the, in the previous episode where she's she is actively sort of um, like rebelling against the situations that she's in. Even if it's if it's negative emotion, she's a lot more emotional. There's a lot more happening with her. Um but in this one, of course, she's she has gone through quite a bit now, but she just seems a little bit more despondent and a little bit more tired of giving in to uh, some of the, the, the despair of everything, I guess. And maybe that's just, OK, yeah, she just went through that experience. She just got kidnapped by the yeah. Winchesters um, and all this shit happened. So now she's kind of like really burnt out. Um, but I guess part of me watching this now was like, whoa, she seems like almost like a different version of this character. Is that on? Is that intentional? Are they shifting their, the way that she's going to be? But it doesn't matter anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In fact, when I was looking at the trivia section, um, because the Wikipedia does this extremely helpful thing where members of the Supernatural community will go to an episode like this in season 13 and edit in the trivia of stuff that happens in season 14. Um, oh, fun. So, so, like, some of the plot stuff that is introduced in this episode is like, this is eventually revisited in season 14, and I'm, like, trying to stroll down as fast as I can to yeah. avoid spoilers. But, um, like, so, like, a lot of this stuff, I don't even know if it's going to factor into the rest of season 13, mm-hmm. um, which is a real bummer, because I kind of liked some of the stuff they were doing, although, based on what the, all of the big cosmic shit that we're worried about, seems kind of small potatoes. So Yeah. Um, it's just... It's, we're we're going to have to relive this pain. Let's do it, everybody. Uh, uh, we we watched this cold open, right? Or this uh, this road so far. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, this is these are like the Avengers of the Supernatural cast. So right? fucking cool. Like, if you take yeah. Sam and Dean out of the picture, mm-hmm. like they did this highlight reel of everybody. And I was like, these, this is so fucking cool. This is I'm so, so awesome. excited. Uh, it was just uh, Jody killing people it, or Jody killing monsters, Claire killing monsters, Donna killing monsters. Like, it's just so fucking rad, dude. Like mm-hmm. patients having visions like that was it's just so fucking cool. It's they got hyped the, this shit up. It was. They, I was into it. They were playing some song. I don't even know if it was good, but I was into it. You know what I it's mean? It's a good song. It's like it's a dope song. There's some. There's some history here with that song, if I remember correctly, but I don't remember quite what it was. But um, 
yeah, this the intro is super good. And then they go into like the Jack stuff, and I'm like, all right, get back to the girls, man. What are we doing? Yeah. I don't care about She's these. He's not even in this episode. Get him out too of much, here. Too much beef on the screen, man. We got to get on, out of here. Way too much. This is way too much beef on this plate. Come on, this is a vegetarian episode of Supernatural. Get all the beef out of here. Get the beef out of here, except we, for one a little bit of Sam and Dean. That's fine. We start in Iowa, where uh, some random dude is sharpening a knife and scaring a very young girl who is tied up in the corner. This young girl is going to go on to play uh, in the Nancy Drew series that you like. Oh, really? Yeah, she is. She's listed as young Nancy Drew. So enjoy that. Uh, okay. All right. Well, we, I've seen her. I, I've seen her. Then. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, a, a dude walks up uh, and he d- makes her do a knock knock joke, um, even though the other guys saying don't play with your food. Eventually, the, the girl gives in and is like, who's there? And he just like reveals all of his teeth. He is full on yeah. Mr. Werewolf. Um, yeah, he um, they're doing that camera angle again, dude, yep. where somebody's close up to the screen like with it. another guy. The, why are they doing it? Anyway, they hear they hear, uh, you know, a truck pulls up. They hear a knock at the door. They answer it. And it's Claire with a, uh, a fake delivery. It says Mr. Werewolf on it. I love her entrance here. Very good. Um, and she like, you know, just blasts this through dude through the through the delivery box, sends him flying. Um, the coolest thing that Claire does here is when she walks in, she blasts this dude. She says the girl's name as if to confirm that's you. And then she says, I'll like, I'll be with you in a minute. Like, yep. I'm going to take care of you. Yeah, yeah. And it's so cool and so mature. But then like afterwards, they, they try to make her sound like um, like Dean or something like mm-hmm. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm the one who just killed you. Or she says some stupid shit. And I'm like, no, no, no. She was so cool there. She was so cool. And now you're like making it a little bit cheesy. Don't do that. Well, they um, because like one of the guys is one of the werewolves are like, who are you? And she's like, I kill monsters. That's who the hell I am. And I'm like, all yeah, right, dial it, it down. Line. I was like, dial it down. No, yeah. Um, I, you already I, did a cool thing. Come I'm, cu- on. <laughs> I'm curious how. Uh, I, I feel like I, I didn't like Claire on my original rewatch. We've talked about that quite a bit. Um, and mm-hmm. then she's warmed up. I've warmed up to her quite a lot since we've done the podcast. Um, I'm curious to go back to that original episode and find out if I liked Claire or not because this was a lot of the behavior that of Claire that I like just doing the sullen, not listening to reason, like badassery kind of stuff was was really annoying to me when I was originally watching this show um, here, it's, it's okay. It's fine. I, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like there's some dumb arguments that she makes and I'd, either they're going to need to make the girl smart <laughs> or they need to make mm-hmm. the girl dumb, but like, you can't have her both ways, but we'll, we'll right. get there. We're, which, <laughs> when she's arguing with, with Jody about stuff, I'm like, I, I kind of also thought it was stuff that they, we had kind of covered gone over yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I, I think I would have been fine with just the, um, you know, she's been out on her own for a while doing her thing, but as soon as she comes back, Jody goes into mom mode, yeah. and it, and it's a it, it's a push and a pull, and not just like a sudden as if a new revelation that they're dealing with all this. I don't know. It, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, she saves the girl. She gets a phone call from Jody. Uh, Jody does the. It's Sam and Dean. They're missing. They were on a hunting trip, and I haven't heard from mm-hmm. them in a few days. You may recognize that from a certain thing called the pilot. Wish, uh, wish they didn't do that. I'll be honest. Really, didn't like it. I didn't it didn't like right. it at all. Uh, I mean, two on the nose for me. Kind of, kind of feels a little bit like fourth wall breaky, kind of winking. Yeah, I don't know. I know, I know. Supernatural loves to do stuff like that. I guess mm-hmm. I was being pretty critical at the beginning of this episode, but I, I wasn't. Uh, wasn't a fan of that. It feels like it feels like the same way that I get annoyed every time Jack says Angel Radio. Like it feels like yeah, it's, it's that, that same category. It's just, like, how does she know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how know, does she know right. it's important? I, I know that. It's Why does she for... say it that way? She shouldn't know that it's important like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's fan service. It's literally for the fans who have you know kept Absolutely. the show alive. But mm-hmm. sometimes you have to write for the sake of the show and not for the sake of the fans. Sure. Um, and because you know, I don't know. Claire goes home. Uh, Jody and Alex are there. Uh, it looks like 
Jody just gives the best hugs to every single person mm-hmm. that she hugs. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking back to when she meets Mary Winchester and she goes in for that killer hug right there. And man, I just, I don't know. Like I don't, I'm, I'm never going to go to a fan convention and hug somebody, but like right. I would, I would, I would get a hug from this woman. She seems like she gives dope hugs. Yeah. If you could get one hug from the supernatural cast, it would be, uh, yeah, it would be Jody. Absolutely. Yeah. Who would you go yeah. with? Do you yeah, have maybe Misha. Oh yeah, he seems, he seems gentle. I don't know. <laughs> okay, but who would be the person that we both tugged? We had a group hug. Me, you, and Jack, uh, maybe. Jack, yeah, yeah. Come I think we give him like he's. I think pretty sure he's like six years older than me. But I'm like, you little guy, come on. I'm gonna we're gonna like I'll I'll come in from the right. You come in from the left, yeah. and I'm gonna take uh-huh. my right hand. And I'm just going to just drop some chocolates in his pocket just so he can mm-hmm. keep it on his weight later. You know, just in case yeah. he has enough calories, in case he gets tired doing yeah, the photo yeah. shoots for the rest and of the day. And then I'll come in, I'll come in with the kind of like the arm around the neck, playful uh-huh. little doogie. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And I'll be like, come here, you. Come here. Smack come him here. on the back of the head. Pull come, him in. Come get, here. Get group hug. You little guy. Um, you little dude. This joke is just turning into a fantasy. We need to keep moving. <laughs> this is turning into Jeremy fan fiction. We have to get <laughs> out of here. <laughs> uh, Jody introduces Claire to Patience, um, who is wearing Claire's sweatshirt, which Claire calls out. Um, clears just, just being, like patients packed her own clothes. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, patients left her house pretty quick, so maybe she just didn't. I guess have, so. She didn't know it was cold in Sioux Falls. Like I don't. It's true. Like if I like the time that I went to Boston and I brought T-shirts and it was November, I was like, yeah, oh, dog, it's oh, cold as hell here. <laughs> Why is everybody wearing layers? What's that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I've learned recently that like like London, like uh-huh. that area specifically, like doesn't seem to know what cold is. Okay. I thought that they had the same exact weather as New England. Do they not? I assume the same Somebody thing. Confirm. They, Somebody you, confirm. Somebody confirm. You guys all dress like the same. Everybody in Boston dresses exactly the same as everyone from London. I won't hear a single bit of Yeah, <laughs> no, I, about I it. agree with you. I agree with you, but this seems like they don't get any snow or anything like that. So I just, I want to know. I want to know. Um, Claire's old room is now storage because she hasn't been home in a while uh claire looks like she's kind of heard about that but also she hasn't been home so what are they going to do yeah um jody plays them the message from sam which describes them uh trying to find kaya to trying to find mary um and meanwhile alex is trying to kind of like doctor claire's wound from the werewolf uh mm-hmm. and kind of against her will they're doing they're doing a little play fighting over there this is real cute and i guess this is real shippy like i feel like this didn't exist before like their, their last like the last time we saw the last i think the last episode that we saw them together and they had finally started to reconcile yeah and exactly. i guess people could be very shippy with them i was seeing them as like a sisterly relationship Me too. um mm-hmm. but you know i'm one of the straights sometimes i don't see things the way dude we were we were blinded on destiel so i'm we're not gonna blinded. say that we were i mean i i very much see it with uh with claire and kaya they seem like they've got something kind of going on but um hey look let's um, let's get them all together man yeah, Claire and Alex, I see very sisterly. In, see it however you want. It's nice. It's cute. Whatever it is, it's cute. It's very cute. Um, yeah. And but and then Alex is like, "All right, time to go to work." And Claire's kind of like pissed off at that. Um, but I would say nursing is is as important as as hunting. I it's just, not more so. This is one of those things where I feel is stupid. <laughs> And it's the same thing. Uh-huh. Like she's eventually going to tell Jody here, like it's fine if I just run in and don't ever make a plan. That's how you save people. And like it's it's it just like this where she's like, I have a job. It's hunting. Why do you need a yeah. job? And I'm like, because she's a person in a society. Like I, yeah. nobody no, wants to work. Fuck? But like she obviously is a nurse and she's taking care of your dumb ass. She went like, to school for this. I mean, like, I mean, like what the fuck is your problem? Because she doesn't want to sleep. Actually, in- saving people. You're just killing monsters. <laughs> You're just killing you monsters said it yourself. That's your whole vibe. It's just really like it's one of the things, and it, this is all pilot set up, right? Like this is just them uh-huh. introducing lines of uh, d- antagonism between characters so that they can see what develops down the line. But uh, it's it's it makes Claire look like a fucking irrational human being. Um, 
Claire and Jody have a fight about uh, Claire hunting alone. Jody's insisting that she's not safe while doing it because Patience has seen a vision, uh, and Jody is extremely concerned about it. While Claire just isn't. She's like, "Well, I mean, they don't come. They don't all come true, right?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not like like. What, I mean, it's fine. It's fine, right? Dude, if a psychic, if my mom. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm going to take this back. I was about to say if my mom like introduced me to a psych, it was like she said that you're going to die. I'd be like, dude, I you have got to go back home. Like I I don't know what this is. I am not going to listen to it. But like I don't know if my mom was Jody and she's like this psychic says you're going to die. I'd be like, well, where the fuck is Sam and Dean? Let's get the, let's get on top of this. Yeah, come on, let's uh, let's let's get it together, boys. Um, so meanwhile, you know, Patience has been having these Anakin level uh shirtless dreams at night, being mm-hmm. like, what my 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 boy? I don't know. You've corrupted me with your Star Wars. Sorry, dude. Sorry. He's just open up my holocron and crying over it because there's a a lot of shirtless Anakin in Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah. Uh. I I think that Claire is that you know as we're gonna learn she is a little bit shaken by this. Nobody's ever said hey you're gonna die. Um. And I guess to go even though I agree with you a few minutes ago I guess it kind of makes sense that there is that little bit of she's smart she knows what she's doing and she's dumb and she is clueless because she's still so young there's so much that just comes with experience I mean if you look at season one Sam um just you know how does how does he even get around how does he without bumping his head on shit you know what I mean so it all you learn with experience you know to be fair Sam has is no better in season 13 it's true it's very true um we go to Kaya Yes. Who is being loaded up on an ambulance because somebody found her. We see somebody watching her from the from the woods from their perspective. We don't really see what it is. Um, Claire shows up at Alex's job and Alex tells her she looks like a biker Barbie, which I think that's a compliment, dude. Like, I think that sounds like a compliment. Yeah, yeah. Like, if that's just coming naturally to you, girl, work it. Like, that's you got it yeah. going in your favor. <laughs> vroom, vroom. Let's yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah. Give me a helmet. Let's ride. Yeah, let's um, ride. Come on. Claire, I like that. Just- they- you know, in a cool way. In a cool way. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. I know you're, Dean is your, like, brother thing or something, so I'm, I'm yeah, good. fuck. <laughs> this, is always, this is already really awkward. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I still uh, get that motorcycle so ride? I'm, like, the, like 20 miles from my apartment. There's a shadowy figure watching Kaya. Did we talk about the shadowy yes, figure yet? we, we talk about the Sith Lord who's entered the frame? The Sith Lord is, is looking at Kaya. Um... They Claire, Claire goes to visit Alex at yep. work now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Biker Barbie violates HIPAA like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. She just goes to the nurses' station. She's just looking up other patients, and Claire's just like, "Uh huh, uh huh." Alex would lose her job that day. One hundred percent. That's it. That's it. Because the person that they look up then escapes, so they're checking the cameras to see who was looking at. You know what, what's going on. She's out. She's out. She's mm-hmm. done. Done. Um, instead, they find a Jane Doe, and yeah. it's Kaya. So. Claire goes over. Um, the doc is checking Kaya out. When the doc leaves, Kaya uh, goes to get all of her chef shit and hightail it out of there. Claire tries to stop her and is and is stopped by the evil Trey. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this chick just broke into a house and killed two werewolves and saved a child. But the movable tray on wheels. Oh, what do I do? Oh no! What do I do? Oh god! What am I supposed to do? What do I do? And then uh, and then we cut to Kaya getting outside. And it's like a full like thirty five seconds before Claire gets out behind. Uh, dude, what was Claire doing back there? How many there? trays were in that room? Maybe this is the reason you don't wear a leather jacket because it gets all all your fucking fringe gets oh. caught up in the wheels. Yep, yep. <laughs> she was all she was all jangled up, jangled up. Why are you wearing a leather jacket with that much fringe? Says She's Alex. Like fuck, I haven't broken it in yet. It's just really stiff. So in here. stiff. It's so stiff in here. I can't. I gotta. Man, now I can't get it wet. It's gonna be so weird. Um, 
Kaya comes out outside of the hospital and she runs into one of the creatures from the bad place. Um, I love it. I love these things. Yeah, these are cool. They're things. still. I mean, they're still humanoid, humanoid right? Yeah, but yeah, they. Yeah. It's just different enough mm-hmm. that um, it's fun. And I wish that like when they did werewolves, they would do stuff like this. Just have them in like awkward wolf head suits yep. or something. I want. I, <laughs> I want. Mean, maybe I don't wish that, but uh, every werewolf should be two people operating a werewolf costume together from now on. That should be <laughs> the, what happens. They should be like the werewolves in Twilight. <laughs> Absolutely. You Jacob Lautner running around in a skin tight, into like it. green screen Ooh. screen suit. Talking about nocturnal emissions, am I right? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Claire comes out and shoots or stabs one of these, but she gets knocked into uh, um, into a trash can. Just some trash can. Very very Sam Winchester of her. Jody, who likes to come into hospitals via the back door, uh, shows yeah. up and shoots one, and then Claire is able to stab it. When she stabs it, blue blood gushes out. It's super gross. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's just weird that, that Jody used like the ambulance entrance. Yeah, super weird. She's blocking the whole shit. Super weird. Yeah, like her whole sheriff operation is just like her whole sheriff vehicle is just there, like in the way. Like four ambulances in a line behind that sheriff. And she's like, just wait, yeah, just wait. There's people bleeding out. Um, she's firing a gun at, towards a hospital. Nobody comes out and says shit. They got cameras, man. It's a hospital. Um, they The camera cuts to Kaya after all this. And Kaya looks so incredibly shell-shocked as if she just has she, no idea she's what's just going. like not this yeah. again what the fuck um they bring this body back to jody's garage alex starts working on the dissection while claire and kaya kind of bond over um well first like they start talking about the creatures the bad place and then um she says you know I, I've, I've run into them before they're super scary and Claire says, well, you got to fight them. And she's like, oh, no, they, I'm going to run because they, they've hurt me before. And they start showing each other their scars and they kind of bond. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of shippy thing, too. Like, it seems like Claire, they're trying to ship Claire with a, several different people in this pilot. Yeah. Um, she's just being, she's got, she's got the protagonist syndrome right now. Yeah, right? Like, exactly. Everybody's, everybody's just, falling in love with her. Yeah. By the end of this episode, I kept thinking, you know, Claire actually does make a pretty good protagonist with this core group of characters, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, it's an ensemble cast, and that's what the show would have been. But I think Claire would have stood out as a strong character. Um, and everybody else is there to kind of, you know, guide her and support her and, you know, of course, explore their own plots and all that stuff. Um, but it's, goddamn it, it's such a shame. <laughs> Just keep saying it. <laughs> it's a damn shame. Like, this, this is good stuff. Like, this is, these are good characters. Now, these are Claire's good off, or whatever her real name is, is off doing movies. Yep. And she's never coming back. Doing movies with John Favreau. What the hell? Yep. It's weird. Um, she's going to be. Doing movies with Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. She's going to be a superhero of some kind. I can't remember who she's going to be. She's going to be a weird. She's going to be in the MCU of something. I can't remember what character oh, wow. she's going to play, though. She's, she's all MCU'd up nowadays. Um, do, 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 do. What do we they do? take the body back. Um, yep. Let's see. Um, they compare they scars. We did scars. that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex starts removing this. She just is doing a full autopsy now. She's changed enough patient's diapers that yep. she's like, I'll remove a, an alien face. I don't care. I feel like, I feel like you could do <laughs> Once this. Once you've seen enough, the nurses out there know. When you've seen, you've seen enough, you've seen it all at a certain point, right? I feel like you could do this, Chris. I think I could do that, dude. Once, okay. dude, I've dealt with, like, with stuff that I won't say on this podcast. You've, you've I, said it before. My experience was really limited. You've said, really you've said limited. a lot of it on this podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. we have, we have um, hours of information about this. So, you know, once when, when you've smelled things from another world, uh, you, I'll be like, yeah, I'll take an alien's face off. I don't care. I'll do it. It's fine. Um, 
while they're doing that. I can't that, smell anything now, dude. COVID got me. I would be like, no sweat. I'll, sweat. Yeah, let's, I'll take let's it. Get into I can't this. smell anything. Patience, meanwhile, looks like she's about to puke. Um, and they're talking to Kaya about like what happened to Sam and Dean. And uh, Claire is the one that put it together. Like they obviously went to another world, but the door is still open and allowing these things from that world yeah. back into here. Yeah. Uh, this is where we cut to Sam and Dean, who are hanging mm-hmm. out at a at a campfire that they've they've created, and Dean is eating some lizard, which he says tastes like a lizard. Uh, this is yeah. very cute, very funny. Um, I like it, it, yeah. And it's I, I Sam is who I, I don't know if anxiety is the right word here, but he he's the more anxious of the two, I guess. So he you know he you know he's not eating yet. Um, but Dean is like, well, we might have to be here a while. We might as well not be hungry, <laughs> like. <laughs> let's just let's just try this out and they say like, that they've been there for two, two days two right? whole days yeah like yeah. that's crazy i just and i don't what is sam eating probably nothing probably not probably some tic tacs he's got in his pocket just in case he yeah. meets a girl gotta get that breath breath <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, you know i'm always, I'm, those, I'm always carrying those, the tax dog you know yeah, that and uh, the little like mist spray that you would always see in like movies that nobody uses anymore that <laughs> you know gotta have good breath mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. He's like, there's like, yeah, there's about four calories in this. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Get some energy up. Some carbohydrates, it's man. Fine. Come on. He's like, dude, you can't eat toothpaste. Stop. Dean, do, do you think there's any girls here? I mean, I know we're in an alternate universe now, but there's got to be girls here, huh? There's got to be girls here. Do you, think, do you think they have numbers? Do you think they have phone numbers? Do you, do you think do you think that could find a girlfriend? Like, if we're going to be here for a while, like, I could Sammy. find a girlfriend. <laughs> Dean, what's a nocturnal emission? <laughs> Dean. Dude, have you ever woken up and your bed's wet? But like, not in a piss way, <laughs> not a pee pee way. <laughs> way, but like in a, in a, in a, you know, in a chugga chugga way. You know what I'm saying? Chugga chugga. Sam, don't finish this sentence. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't. Know I mean, we're brothers, man. We can talk about it. You know what I'm saying? We can't eat the lizard. Chugga chugga. Talk about it. Chugga chugga, dude. You got a kissing couples dot net. <laughs> Do a little chugga chugga on your own time. Um, so was, okay. <laughs> All right, we should be allowed so to podcast. We come, all right, all right. They they decide they hear they hear Jurassic Park T Rex coming towards them, so they are like, all right, we gotta we gotta hit the road. Mm-hmm. And as they are leaving the area, uh, we see a shadowy figure watching them. We've seen it watch Kaya. We saw it in the last episode at the very end uh, in one of the visions or something. Um, and now it's it's watching them again. So this Sith Lord is making its presence known. Um, back in important about uh, this person uh this is the first time mm. that we see this they're carrying the, the blade like whatever oh, weapon yeah. and this is the weapon that we've seen in patience's vision and killing claire um yes, so we know yes. whatever this is, is is destined to to clear to kill claire um bad news super bad news for everybody uh back at jody's patience has given this fight up she's like i'm out of here this is all way too much um, and Alex confronts her and is like is this what you really want like you know you, you could you could actually help out and she's like i can't fight like i'm I'm in fucking yeah. high school. <laughs> like, yeah, the fuck you expect? My, my grandmother died like a week ago. Like, this is way too much for me. Yeah. Um, I, like, I'm trying not to get C's, man. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get good grades. I can't do with the shit. I gotta get A's. I'm a person of color in America. I gotta try twice as hard as everybody yeah, else. This isn't fair. This is not fair, Claire. Not fair, Claire. Um, uh, but Alex is like, hey, you don't actually have to be 
you don't have to fight. Like you can, you could make, I'm not really a fighter. Like I'm, we, we can be the support. We can be the healers of the group. And that patience is like, I'm not, I'm not doing D and D again with you, Alex. I you will may- not engage with this D and D culture. That's risen up. Go back to the basement. Everybody You drew me into one, one off campaign while we're waiting on Claire. And I will not do it again. I don't care. Patience really does not like the, the new wave D and D. She is not into it. It's not, it doesn't matter if we can start at level eight, Alex. I don't care. Okay. I don't, don't care. care. Okay? I don't want to hear you sing. I don't care. That your your character went to college, I guess. Not interested. I'm trying to go to college in real life, Claire. I don't know what the adventure zone is, and I don't want to listen to any more of the soundtrack. I don't want to listen to the soundtrack. Stop it, Alex. Um, Who keeps subscribing me to the adventure zone on iTunes? Does he just do this with Garage Band? It's ridiculous. Um, she leaves, but as she's leaving, she has a vision. Um, and she realizes that this whole place is going to be, uh, it's going to get attacked. The monsters are coming. She runs in, she tells everybody the monsters are coming. Claire's like, let's fuck them up. And she's like, it's not that it's not a fuck them up situation. Claire, we got to get out of here. Yeah, we got to go. We gotta um, go. and they do. And before they leave, they, they set up a camera unless the camera was already just chilling and Jody just like spying on her kids or whatever. Um, I find indoor cameras really, really I mean, She is a cop. I, she is a fucking cop. You're right. Um, do you think that Alex knew about this camera before they were watching the monster? She was like, what the fuck, Jody? Yeah, what the fuck, Jody? I walk around naked when I get out of the shower. This is unbelievable. You know Sam and Dean can hack into these, right? Like, you, he, they taught me how to do that. This is weird. This is weird. I don't like it. Don't like it. Could have told me. Um... Instead, they watch the monsters tear apart Jody's house. I got kind of sad about this. Like we've seen Jody's yeah. house a couple of times. Um, like that, there's that good scene where they're all eating pizza together and watching um, mm-hmm. rom coms or whatever. That uh, like we've seen Jody's house be like they 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 were based out of here when they went to attack the British Mental Letters in season twelve. Um, it's it's just I was kind of sad about this. Like we're gonna clean yeah. it up at the end of the episode. It's all good, but like it it was kind of sad. It's like when Bobby's house got yeah. burned down. It's like Bobby's house. Yeah, I can't believe they fucking burned down Bobby's house. Dude, they killed that dog. What a bunch of assholes. <laughs> you remember they killed that dog in like season three they or whatever? They killed his dog. I mean, the dog deserved it. It was named Donald Rumsfeld. They killed his Republican dog. They killed his super Republican sedition ass dog. Um, they, uh, they're in the car um, and they're, they drive all night. Um, and then they eventually pull over and meet up with our favorite sheriff's deputy, Donna, who is yeah. driving a badass little truck uh, with the license plate D train. Don't, what is Donna Train? I guess Donna Train. Like I was just like, what? Train has a lot of implications. It's doing a lot of it's doing a lot of work here. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. Let's just leave it if it's very cute. How about that? It's so sad. So yeah, yeah. That. We don't have to talk um, about emissions or anything like that with this. We could just just accept it on this face value. Certainly, yeah, certainly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um. The, again. So yeah. They they all they meet up for a little while. Um. What's a hugs? Because they they have figured out I think where Sam and Dean were going. They they did some stuff. They did some research. We kind of brushed over it, but they did some research and they uh they figure out oh they were near a boat. Okay, let's let's say they were driving this way, doing that. Donna offers us some information, um, and they're able to figure out hey, there's an abandoned shipyard, uh, not too far away from here, off the highway that where you said that they were you know nearby. Um, so they kind of like all pull together, pull their information together to get this, and it, it's the first moment where you see them all work together, and it's it's great. Um, but we get a great little moment again, with Donna, uh, where she shows off her armory. Like she brought a oh, flamethrower. Yeah. She came strapped. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's got guns. She's got knives. And somebody asks her like, why do you have all this stuff? She's like, Oh, I'm from Minnesota. As if yeah. that makes perfect sense. Um, but they know where they need to go. But, uh, but Jody says like, Hey, Claire, all right, you need to stay here. And I'm, and I'm not totally sure 
what Jody's motivations are on this one. If it's still the I'm trying to protect you thing, because she says it's clear. I want you to stay here to protect the other girls, which makes sense, which yep. makes sense. You got you got to leave one high level character back to mm-hmm. protect the lower level characters. Right. Of course. Of course. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Claire, Claire, I guess this is the part where you see that she's a little bit shaken because she agrees to just to just do it. And I'm not sure what the motivation is there completely. But we're going to learn later that she is kind of shaken by the by the vision of her of her own death. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe running in. Maybe she should let Jody take this over. Maybe maybe yeah. Jody stepping in for her all the time um, isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, Jody is completely taken aback when Claire agrees. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, in this alternate universe in the bad place, Sam and Dean are confronted by this mysterious hooded figure who immediately just whoops the shit out of them both, mm-hmm. kicks both at their asses. Chris. Yeah, I I wrote the Sith Lord so many times in this Did that you? I kind of just forgot that that's not what this this figure is called. It's basically um, a Sith Lord. It is basically yeah. a Sith Lord. Like, they even do like the the sped up camera mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, movements or effects, whatever, when she attacks them, just to show that she's that much stronger yep. than them. Mm-hmm. And she whoops she whoops their asses and knocks them out. If there's only two Sith allowed, is she the mm-hmm. master or the apprentice? What do you think? I think she's the apprentice. Okay. I think she, she's she's too young. Yeah, for, to be, just to be honest, too. she's too yeah. young. She didn't kill these men on sight, so that you know you know the master would be just killing yeah. shit on yeah. sight. Yeah. So. yeah, that would have been that would have been on sight if it was if it was Palpatine. <laughs> on sight, let me tell you. Uh, Don and Jody find the Apollo. The, they get on the ship. Um, they they walk down, see the angel marks. Uh, they eventually find the door. Uh, and as they're looking at it, we switch over to Claire, um, who is watching Alex and Patience do that thing that all young women do when they're bored, throw rocks into a river. Um, <laughs> just, like, they don't have phones? Like, Patience has to have was a phone. This, Patience was this written by a uh, uh, 10-year-old boy? Absolutely, yeah. Let's, what let's, do you do when you're bored? I don't know, I just throw rocks. Skip rocks! <laughs> I like to skip rocks! Um... When Kaya sits down next the, to... Put that in the script. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Kaya sits down next to her, and that's where they have this conversation. Claire says mm-hmm. that she's actually scared, that she's always envisioned her life um, ending in the middle of a fight, but now that someone said that she's actually going to die, she's a little bit scared of it. She doesn't want to. Um, but as she's talking about this, she realizes she doesn't want to not fight completely because Sam and Dean saved her life, and mm-hmm. she doesn't want to sit it out. And Kaya says, you know what? Me either. Um... I can get all of Claire's motivation here. Kaya being like, I'll go with you if you go is, is really fucking weird for me. Um, because like all we know about Kaya is like, she's a recovering addict who is using drugs to try to get away from these visions. She's been, she's been tortured. She was literally just kidnapped by the guy she's about to run and go save like yesterday. Um, seems really weird that she'd be like i'll go with you claire and i don't mind it yeah. like it's going to set up all this stuff it just the, the motivation there is really messing for me yeah i guess it's because they're like kindred spirits or something mm-hmm. but like yeah it's it's certainly it's certainly rushed and, and a bit of a surprise um but I, I i mean i like all this stuff and i like that uh i like that claire is showing this aspect of her obviously she's had some brushes with death before and, and she's learned some hard lessons over the the last few seasons um but it's still good i think you have to keep grounding her because it, it makes sense for a person of her age to keep thinking that they're invincible 
well, you know, I, oh, I've come close to death X, Y, Z number of times, whatever. Um, but I keep bouncing back. No problem. No sweat gang. Um, no sweat. She, unfortunately, she learned about no sweat gang from Sam. So she thinks she's part of it. It's, it's just her and Sam. They're the only two members of no sweat gang. <laughs> it's just her and um, Sam. Sam started a Facebook page. <laughs> Imagine um, if your friend invited you to join a Facebook page and it was like two people and you're like, wait a minute. Is this not, yeah. this not a thing? Uh, this is just like, I'm. you're trying to start a thing? Is that what you're doing? You're trying to, I don't want to be the guinea pig for the thing. I don't want to be the number uh, two in this. situation that Claire found herself in. Um, but Sam keeps being like, no, 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 it's cool. It's a cool, it's cool. I swear. It's cool. We're going to make cool. t-shirts. It's cool. And she's like, t-shirts. All right, I'll do it. Um, so <laughs> the this, the yeah, t-shirts this, are $45 this plus shipping. She's like, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait, what? <laughs> is this a Ponzi scheme, Sam? You're not going to get me <laughs> yeah. again. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, he, yeah. So, so this grounds her a little bit, Yeah. but it, it in the same way, she, it furthers her resolve a little bit, you know, or strengthens her resolve. Uh, Jody and Donna find the door. Donna lets out a nice oofta. Uh, Jody's <laughs> like, I'm going to go in. Like, I, I have to go in right now because if I don't, I know that Claire will. And she looks at yep. Donna and says, I cannot lose another child. Um, I guess meaning the, the child that we always say got brought back to life and that she had to murder. But, like, apparently that's wrong. and We just remember it wrong. But I don't care because the child was Irish. Take that. Wow. Got it. Take um, that. Take that child. Yeah. Actually, part of it was like, she means Sam and Dean. No, she nope. means Claire. She was Claire. Uh, <laughs> um... Before they can go through the door, they start hearing um, noises in the ship, and they they go out to another room, and it's monsters just doing a bunch of parkour in some rooms by themselves. Monsters just doing monster shit. What are they even up to? What are they doing? I can't talk right now. I'm doing monster shit. Sorry, I can't talk like that. I'm doing monster shit with my friends. (laughs) I ain't never seen two best monsters. (laughs) I, um... Um... I gotta say again, I love this set. I love the setup of everything. There is a a thirty second window here where it feels like this is Resident Evil, and the main characters are Jody and Donna. Yeah, and I and I'm so for it. It's so cool. Oh, later um, when the they set up the fucking kill fun. room, like that's great, dude. Like that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. this is uh this is this is good stuff. Uh, Sam and Dean wake up tied to trees. Uh, the hooded figure is there. Dean calls the hooded figure Darth Dickwad, uh, which I think mm-hmm. all of our Star Wars jokes are better than that. I don't know about you, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the Sith Lord bangs on a, a giant skull with her staff, and then they can hear a monster approaching. It's feeding time. This is like so, it is so supernatural, of course, but then like the visuals of it mm-hmm. are so not supernatural. Yep. You know, it's always so grounded in the Americana, and this is very much not that. But at the same time, I was really feeling this shit. I like, like it. it. It just works. I don't know. It's, it's, it should be really corny, but. It's cool. <laughs> I think the skulls are a little corny. Um, like oh, the, yeah. The, the, that definitely, the skulls. I, I love like the banging on it and like yeah, the yeah. sound and all that stuff. I just doing all the stuff. And like they did this last episode too with the angel blades like pounding into the ground, doing all this like weird percussion stuff. I don't know where it's coming from, but I kind of dig it. Um, yeah. and, and we're also getting like, we, we complain about the, the weird one person close to the sh- screen, the other person far away from the screenshot. Mm-hmm. But uh, as Jody and donna were like approaching the the boat like there's some really cool like drone slash crane shots um like going around them like there's some really cool shots in this episode that aren't that so i just wanted to call that out and there's uh they keep doing this thing the the mini zooms the the, like this little snaps Mm -hmm. um as if there's somebody with a handheld camera there like like they filmed part of this episode whenever the girls are like arguing with each other they film it like it's an episode of 24 or any of the other shows that my dad has ever watched all of those like fast-paced like political intrigue uh terrorist threat shows where they're just constantly zooming in halfway through a sentence in, onto a character's face not enough for it to be a comical zoom but just enough that it kind of ups the uh intensity of it they do it like a hundred times in this episode do you remember uh that one shot of cassiel 
where the camera just zooms in from like across uh-huh. the fucking thing and it was so weird and corny looking like it was yeah. just, it, it's great i love it but it was something like out of the 70s shit like they, they like to experiment with some of this stuff and i, I really kind of dig it mm-hmm. um so we go back over to um claire who's rounding up the girls time to go she goes up to patients like i want your keys and i'm like patients could just drive you there like i don't think you yeah, need to drive, drive very dean action like they're, they're really channeling dean into claire i think mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Jody and Donna have taken shelter in an abandoned car that is for some reason on this ship, which is very weird. Yeah. You know, this shipyard has got a lot going got on. Got a lot going on into it. Cool uh, stuff. But even this is a cool scene. They're laying down, mm-hmm. like hiding from these things as they crawl all over the car and stuff until they finally just decide like, well, we got to fight. Yep. Uh, and But before they can do that, Claire shows up with the flamethrower. Roast one of these bad boys. Uh, yeah. They... She she immediately takes the flamethrower off. I don't understand. You got a pr- you got a weapon proven to work right now, my man. Like, what are you doing? Keep that. Yeah, keep that thing going. Uh, Bring that into the other world with you. Claire immediately notices the door and makes a run for it. Uh, Jody tries to follow, trying to convince her not to just jump through. When they get up there, they realize, uh, uh oh, the door is getting smaller. The door is slowly closing. Um, Donna arms up Alex and Patience. Shows Patience how to shoot a gun. You got to pull, not squeeze, or squeeze, not pull. Um, and they find out that there's not just another one of these things, because we'd only seen two, but there's a whole fucking group of them. We are in Resident Evil territory. There's a bunch of yeah. these guys coming after you. A bunch of these weird blue bloods coming after you. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the budget. We just got, like, an action sequence. We got, we got uh, I don't know if this is the budget, but we got lots of bad guys. We got, uh, you know, tables being pushed over. You know, they're barricading themselves in the ship. Again, I'm just, I'm just really excited about how cool all of this looks. It's just action movie fun. <laughs> I can't talk right now. I'm doing bad play shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the stupidest fucking so podcast. They get all this cool shit going on, but at the same time, there is still that like emotional current that runs through uh, underneath all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly for Claire and Jody. Everybody else is just sort of kicking ass. Yeah, everybody else is kind of kicking ass. Like Donna doesn't carry a lot of emotional weight during this, right? Um, yeah. No, she's just wearing a cool coat. She looks like fucking Leon S. Kennedy. Like it's 100%. more Resident Evil shit. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, Jody eventually tells Claire to go. Um, she grabs Kaya's hand and they step through. Uh, Kaya starts leading Claire to where she thinks the boys are because, like, she's got bad place radar. Um, Sam and Dean are still tied to the thing; they can't lo- get loose. But Claire just shows up. Uh, yeah, I-, I love Claire's One delivery of, later. <laughs> of "Hey, boys!" in this. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um. um. They so she unties them mm-hmm. uh, immediately. Sam is like, "Hey, where's Jack?" I'm like, "Oh, thank." Somebody remembered him. Somebody remembered. We don't got the budget for him. They didn't well, remember Castiel. Who didn't remember Castiel or Lucifer. In like, hell jail with Catch and <laughs> Lucifer right now. Oh, God. But he remembered Jack, and, and, and Kaya tells him he's in the other world with your mother. That brings up a good question, Chris. Do you think that as... Because, you know, Dean and, and Castiel have a pretty established relationship at this point, right? Like, and, and as you know, as a person that's in a very established relationship, like, you, you talk to your girl. You talk to your dude. You talk to your partner. Do you think Dean every night is calling Castiel's phone and Asmodeus is answering and just pretending to be Castiel <laughs> to say goodnight? Or you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, maybe, sorry, maybe. like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I know I've been away a lot, but you know I'm busy with work and like he's, and Dean's like looking at Sam like I think he's cheating on me. Like I think I think he's got another guy in his life. Like he keeps like, coming up with all these excuses as to why he can't come over. I, yeah. I don't know. It's very funny to me that Asmodeus, Dean, may, Asmodeus be, may be yep. like fucking gaslighting Dean Winchester. Yeah, just, just, just out of control um as they get to the close to the door the hooded figure appears throws the blade 
Uh, Kaya sees the blade coming, knocks Claire out of the way, and is stabbed with the blade herself. Sam and Dean draw their angel blades and face off with the figure, but here comes the giant monster. Uh, meanwhile, we are in full Resident Evil territory as Jody's crew is I can't just... I believe we saw the monster. We saw well, the we monster. Do we see it now? It doesn't we, matter. It's going to be, it's gonna be a little monster, bit later. I can't fucking yeah. believe it. <laughs> um, Jody's crew is just shooting the hell out of everybody. Um, Claire starts to run off after the hooded figure, after, after our Sith Lord, but Dean grabs her and is like, no, let's jump through the door. Um, we go back over to our Resident Evil scene, and Patience kills one. She, she just blows one away, and you can she tell she's one. super happy she about it. She got one. Um, her, her KD uh, ratio, I guess it's, it's, it's positive. It's positive. 100% right now. She shot one. She's got zero D, one zero, K. Yeah. No, I mean, wait, what is your KD ratio? It's killed, it's not killed death, Kill right? death. Yeah, but that's she the hasn't same. Died, so she's got zero. She's got zero deaths. She's oh, got one kill. Yes. Okay. So she's good. She's doing great. So she's good. She's in the. She's in the positives. You know. Um. Everyone makes it through the door except Kaya. Uh, Claire is distraught that her new bestie is did not make it back. Um, and she's of course blaming herself. Patience as she sees this, like Jody comforting Claire on the floor, she realizes her visions were accurate, but not what she thought. It wasn't Claire dying. It was actually Kaya. Um. And then we're kind of in epilogue territory where the next day the boys are talking to Jody, saying that Claire is kind of sold up, doesn't really want to talk to anybody, uh, you know, tell her thank you and make sure that, you know, like, you know, that door was open for a while. Like you, you know, you're going to have some other monsters around here. And she says, you, you boys take care of the world. We got Sioux Falls covered, which I think is a great intro to like what a Wayward Sister yeah. series would be like. What a great line. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Tight as fuck. This is fun, dude. This is great. Like, give this, give this yeah. a little budget and some guns and a flamethrower. I'm fucking all in. Let's, mm-hmm. let's do it. So, you know, what, what I was saying at the beginning of the episode was not to imply that I don't like this episode. I just mean it, it really did feel like I was starting a new show when I watched it without context. And within context, and I guess maybe it's just because we know the fate of the show. It does just feel like kind of another episode. Um, but overall, still really great. And God, I hope that we actually get to see more of these girls episodes not over yet though nope uh we still have some some final details to work out uh the boys drive off jody goes inside to comfort claire who is of course blaming herself for all this um and she realizes why jody was so protective of her she realizes you know i, I didn't think i just raced in with no plan i'd set out a protector and now i get it like i know why you're the way you are with me um and it's it's very touching like i think claire having this realization at the end of this episode makes me even more excited because like mm-hmm. for, for throughout the rest of this epilogue, she's like on team family. And I think that's yeah. a good place to be. Like we always like it when, when our main characters in supernatural are on the same team. And that's exactly what this feels like at the end of the episode. Cause you know, they, they had to set it up that she would be in town with everybody, right. Yeah. Dealing with all this stuff. Um, I wonder how much more of the other world stuff they were going to do with that. I don't um, know. I'll be curious, like how that would tie in with, um, all the stuff that I, I mean, I've seen like their supernatural is going to do more other world stuff. So I'm not sure how all that mm-hmm. stuff would tie in together, mm-hmm. but, um, she starts writing her journal as the rest of the girls are cleaning up the house. Uh, patients bragging about how she killed one, which is very cute. Um, but she says, you know, that I'm, they're going to think that I'm staying because I'm broken because, you know, I, I, I let Kaya down, but I'm not doing that. I'm actually staying because I need them. Um, I need this family. Um, and yeah, she goes to the dinner table to like sit down with yeah. her fam. Very cute. Very cute. Very cute. Um, we get one final scene where with the voiceover of Claire saying she's vowing to get revenge. And then we see the Sith Lord pops out through the portal. Mm-mm. And lo A and behold, portal. it's Kaya. 
Uh-oh. They better fucking deal with this, man. You can't just show us this and then just go, yeah, no, they dealt with it off screen. It's fine. So this is the thing that I got spoiled on that I don't want to tell you, but uh, it, I think they do at some point. So, okay, that's um, good. That's good. I really like this episode, Chris. I'm So much potential, man. So much potential. A lot of potential. This is just a... This cast is is great. The, the plot was right there. It seems like it's it just... Oh, a no-brainer to to move forward with this. Yeah, uh, it's really frustrating that you could see something like this and then like, oh yeah, let's do the originals. <laughs> that seems like it's not yeah. a concept that hasn't been hammered into the fucking ground over and over again. So stupid. Um, uh, and then they do Nancy Drew, which I like that show, but it so feels so very much like what Wayward Sisters was supposed to be. Yeah, uh, a little less monster hunting, but there is fully paranormal stuff in that show. It's a core group of of people in one small town working to figure out what's going on um not that those shows couldn't have existed side by side but it's just the cw you know they just kind of took what they had and they they branched it out to other ip for lack of a better term and uh it's just a shame because is supernatural just gonna fade away now uh you know walker texas ranger isn't exactly carrying on the the legacy it's just the same actor um so i don't know yeah i um i would be curious like it we've talked about this before um in feedback episodes and stuff when people ask us about it but the like post supernatural world where these boys are obviously stepping away from it. Um, like that the IP is ripe for a reboot. It's been going on for 15 years. Maybe that happens in a couple of years, but honestly, like I'd, I'd want to see them like set in the modern day and explore it. Like, I, I, like you can, you can start, you can have a hunter at any time. You can create a hunter at any time. It's yeah, super easy. Right. Um, but I'd want to see it in the same universe. I'd want to see some of these same characters return. I'd want to see, Maybe not with all of like the world dazzling craziness and the chaotic end of the world stuff, but like especially the early seasons of just we got to hunt some monsters because they killed my brother or they killed my mom mm -hmm. or they killed my family or whatever. Yep. Um, you can have a mid season finale that's just them finally tracking down a vampire, you know? Like, yeah, it's it can be small it scale, to... it can be fun right. and, and, and small scale and spooky. Like, I think that's maybe one of the things that I miss from Supernatural the most is like the times I that think it's a that... little spooky. Right. We we haven't finished it, of course, but I think that was maybe for me the biggest blunder for Supernatural was that they it seems like in season six, they were like, well, OK, what do you how do you beat the apocalypse? You can't. So let's you know, let's do some monster stuff. But they just after that, were like, no, we'll go bigger. We'll go bigger. We'll keep going bigger. We'll just we'll try to get bigger. Um, and I understand that to an extent. But having just small stories with important things happening is is still fun. Again, like a, a single hunt that takes place over three episodes um, where they, they solve a mystery. They track this thing down. The stakes can still be really high if Sam or Jean's life is in danger or if a character that we've come to know over the course of a season, if their life is in danger, we're going to care if we're invested, if the writing is there. It doesn't always have to be, you know, God's sister has come down to rip open the Leviathan world. You know, it doesn't have to be stuff like that. Right. But yeah. it's okay that it is. It's okay. But that's, it is, it's almost like a regret that I have about Supernatural. Me too. Yeah. I, you know, you, you want more for your darlings. And I, I feel like yeah. I'm glad we got 15 seasons, right? Like we could, we right. could have uh, had, had a lot less. They, you know, we, we could have gotten canceled any time and they wouldn't have been able to write any ending no matter how divisive it may be. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad we got what we got. I'm very, very disappointed that this didn't get picked up for more episodes because um, I, I just mm -hmm. I just like all of these people. Like I, I like everybody yeah. involved in this project, and I think that they were into it as well, and they were ready to rock it, rock it out, and they didn't get the chance to do so. That's super disappointing. It's a shame. Yeah. Um, any last thoughts on Wayward Sisters, Chris? Great episode. We didn't talk about the what monster. We forgot to talk about the monster. We actually saw a monster. 
Oh yeah, the giant. So there's like a literal giant. A literal in, in giant. The distance. Yeah, like. And of course, it's not like the greatest looking thing, but it's uh, genuinely. I was. I thought it was really cool that that even existed there. Chances we see the giant again. Pretty low, I would guess, yeah. unless they use the same effect. I'm. I'm gonna um, guess we see this giant in the preview, like we saw Sam, or excuse me, like uh-huh. we saw Dean pulling that kid out of that lake. <laughs> yeah, 150 <laughs> times. Yeah. Um, and you know that's okay. I don't even know if they'll address it again, if we will come back to this this parallel world, but um. Even just, you know, hearing it, I think they did a pretty good job with this. Like, we're, we don't always need to see the monster. We got the silhouette in the distance. We got the glowing red eyes. We know that it's there. But for the most part, we just felt its presence. And that's cool. That's yeah. a cool way to handle it. I, I'm very excited. I, I, I hope we get some more cool monster stuff. That's my, that would be my hope. But um, if we don't, that's no big deal. I'm, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, uh, I really enjoyed this episode. I'm, uh, I'm looking Same. forward to more season 13. Season 13, surprisingly, super strong. I... If you had asked me, I would have bet a number of my hard-earned American dollars that Scooby Natural was next, but it's like seven episodes away. It's crazy. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. I was really looking forward to doing Scooby Natural next, but nope. Nope. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Thank you for leaving iTunes reviews. We love it. Um, thank you for being a patron over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Thank you for downloading the exclusive content that we provide to our patrons. Thank you for joining the Discord that we provide to our patrons. Thank you for hanging out in our community and being our pocket friends. We love you. We appreciate that. Um, Hope you're super safe and sound. Follow us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on Facebook. Do do you know how many likes we have on Facebook? I have no. I don't. I'm just going to go get you the most accurate number I can right now. Facebook. The Facebook landscape is very frightening to me. It's a it's a strange place. Monster of the Week on Facebook has... I hate this interface so much. How do you tell? You, I don't know. You think it would just I, be I right mean... there. Wow. 1,968 people follow us on Facebook. Damn. <laughs> that sounds like everybody. <laughs> I um I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast. Very early on, I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give Facebook money, and I'm gonna see what this can do. Um, and as soon as I did that, we reached two thousand people, and now we have like when we post on Facebook, uh, like the out of that nineteen hundred people, one person liked our post from Thursday when the episode Oof. came out. Oof. <laughs> Oof. The algorithm, man. the algorithm is the rough algorithm. if you're not giving money back, man. That's all. That's what it is. Uh, but follow us on social media. Come talk to us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. All that stuff. We we really appreciate you, Chris. Where are you at on Twitter nowadays? Where, if you want people I'm to read your tweets on Twitter, if you follow me, maybe I'll tweet more. Yeah, <laughs> everybody at Chris to tell them to tweet more. That that won't be a, a horrible Monday yeah. morning. People tag me and stuff about swords all the time. That's mm-hmm. that's fun. I like that. I enjoy that. It's good shit. Yeah. Um, I'm on. I'm at JG Greer. Uh, I talk about video games and post about the end of the world. We will be back <laughs> next week with more supernatural. I am stalling for time because I don't have the episode up. Goddamn stupid menu. Come on, Wiki or whatever. Unfinished bit. That's not it. Jinkies. Are you flipping through a manual physical TV guide right now? Uh, Next week, it is time to return the favor. To who? I'm not going to tell you. Secret. Oh, okay. Bye, everybody. favor
Um, all right, I'm gonna stop my recording and then story time. Very brief story time. Um, I don't know if you you noticed. I, I mean, I got distracted. I'm sure you could tell that, but I said something. I don't know if you heard what I said. To, like on the podcast just now, but I didn't mean to say it out loud. Okay, do I need to remove it? I meant to. I mean, no. I it might sound weird. I meant to say, "Damn it, Asmodeus." Uh huh. But I said, "Damn it, Mindy." <laughs> I don't know why I decided to join with a mouth full of water. I should have finished drinking and then joined the channel. So, so just to confirm, you were like, let me take this swig. And then with your yeah. right hand, like mm-hmm. click on the, on the voice chat to jump into the, yeah. into the call. Like you were doing it simultaneously, right? Like you were yeah, like, well, I took a, I took a big old swig and then uh-huh. I saw, Oh, he's in there. And I just clicked on it. And then I was like, Oh wait, I'm really bad at drinking water. Apparently. Okay. I like always, I always try to breathe at the same time. I think Jess That's makes weird. fun of me constantly. Um, what do you mean you so try I just to breathe? constantly choking. I'm like, <laughs> cause I just try to breathe in while I, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird, like with your mouth like, or with your nose. With my nose. I try to like breathe in with my nose at the same time that I'm drinking and I like fuck it up. I just took a drink of water and breathed in through my nose and I had no problems whatsoever. What are you doing? Yeah. See, I mean, half the time I'm fine. Maybe it's that I don't breathe. I don't know what my issue is. Let me, let me do a test. <laughs> do a test. I think it's, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what my issue is. Maybe it's just indigestion because I have such a poor diet that mm-hmm. there's just something wrong inside of me. Um, Anyway, how does my audio sound? Am I loud enough? <laughs> yeah, you're sounding great. Coming through loud right. and clear. Feels Terrific. real good. Feels nice. Terrific. Feeling good, feeling um, great. How are you? I'm very warm. I just had a, a cup of tea, and Ooh. it's it's ippy hitting. <laughs> Uh-oh. You got that caffeine coming? <laughs> I don't even think it's caffeine. It's just It was like ginger tea for my sinuses because my, my nose is just blocked completely. Maybe that's why I can't fucking breathe while I drink water is because my nose is blocked. Do you think it's because the, the apparatus that's designed to help you provide oxygen to your body is now clogged? Yeah, so it, it ain't working. It ain't, it ain't worked yet. I've had a clock nose for like six months. I'm tired of this shit. I feel like I I've had just, one for six years. And I, I feel like being inside all year has like fucked up my allergies and like fucked up my sinuses. Like I can't, it's just so much dust from my house inside my nose that there's no coming back from it now. Wild. Yeah. We have dogs. What's up? So, you know, when you walk into my mm. house, it's like, oh, Autumn will literally hand like strangers like, hey, do you need an allergy pill? Because we just yeah. have a we just have a bunch yeah. of dander up in this bitch. I just got the one. I got Sully. He's not allowed in my room. So, I mean, it's not that he's not allowed. We've been over this. I just can't sleep with him in there because I'm allergic. Sometimes right. I'll open my my door at night and find him just sitting right outside of it. I'm like, you son of a bitch! Don't do this to me. Don't be all cute sitting out there all lonely. Ah, uh, Sully. But then anytime anytime he comes in, he'll like sit on my bed for like two seconds and he'll be like, "Oh, so no pets? I'm out of here." See you later, dog. I'm like, yeah, dog, no pets, because I'm sleeping. I can't pet you right now. Do you think that Sully calls you dog in his head, or just I, just I that think so, that, yeah. that child? <laughs> no, I think he calls me dog. It's, it's, he's, we've got an, an odd relationship. D a w g or or like, is it a dog or is it a? I dog? think it's a d a w g situation okay. for sure. Right. He um he's it's funny that he's still learning stuff. So at, at, when I lived at my old house. When I, I guess when I was like a teenager, when we first got Sully, we had uh, cabinets in the kitchen where we kept his cat treats. And there were two other cats that were just, they didn't give a shit at all. But Sully found out where the cat treats came from. So he would kamikaze himself into the cabinet over and over. We'd hear these like thunderous bangs. Um, 
And it would, it would only be when, like, somebody was around. Like, if I entered the kitchen, Sully would sprint from wherever he was and just catapult himself into the cabinet door because that's where the treats were. And he was like, dude, I need those, I need those fucking treats, dude. I need them. them so bad. And then he would start doing it when we weren't around because he figured out if he slammed into it hard enough, it might open the door. Ooh. But he was never able to get them himself. He just he couldn't get all the way. Now he has learned in the past year or so that, like, if you get, like gives me his paw essentially so i got treats so that when sully goes out during the summer he's not supposed to go out but my grandmother lets him out and he wanders around and mm-hmm. he doesn't get into trouble but sometimes i'm like dude you need to come back so i'll shake the treats by the door and he comes running he, he's still he's still a hound for those things chris an important um, question was was mm-hmm. he at the Capitol last week did you did you have eyes on him was he i had he, I, yes i did have eyes was on him overthrowing our he democracy all, do we need to I, do we need to report him to the fbi his his parlor account was suspended <laughs> oh so. no um, i lost forty thousand yeah, um, followers on twitter one of them oh, was sully no, oh no um yeah anyway so now he, he does his little paw thing where he'll reach out because he's learned the little tricks that's how he gets his treats and that's how he gets pet now as he does this cute little paw thing i'm like sully you're 17 years old you can't be learning new cute tricks He's not 17, but he's old. He's like 14, maybe. Um, so not that big of a difference. No, not at I all. I got him when I was in between the ages of 14 and 16, and I'm 30 now. So, okay. you know, he's, so. he's, he's getting up there. He's getting but up he there. still seems so young, so youthful. I don't think I talked about it on the podcast, but uh, my cat passed. We had, to, we, had to, we, had to, we had to lay old Julius Greer down. The, the hidden, the hidden Julius. Uh, Greer pet, as like people like to call him. Mm-hmm. It um, was it. Yeah, I've. I, this is the first time I'm hearing of this. That's, not, that's definitely not true. I texted you throughout the entire thing. There was nothing else for me to do but text my good friend Chris Mosier. I, I, I don't even know you had a cat. To be frank, the cat is an emoji on our Discord. Chris, you knew about I Julius. I thought that Julius was like your brother-in-law. Nope. Nope. This is so. This is not a relative of, of Autumn. No, not at all. Huh. Um. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really sorry. That that that's that okay. sucks. It's you know, hey, he was fourteen probably. So. Right. But right. the the surprise there for me was just that it happened so rapidly. Like mm-hmm. he started doing this weird breathing thing on over a weekend, and I was like, well, okay, we'll see. Autumn gave him some medicine, um, and then like we're like, okay, if it's not you know kosher by Monday, we'll take him in. Not kosher by Monday, so we took him in, and then like it, just the process of him. I think it was so tense to be mm-hmm. in the in the in the like little cat, cat catty crate kitty crate the thing yeah and then um to get like all of his vitals checked and then the the kicker was doing the x-ray once we did the x-ray he was in the woman's uh like arms as we're looking at the x-ray up on the light board or whatever and he just started like being like i am fucking done with this i need to be done oh. immediately and started i've never seen julius bite a single person like out of like malice or anything but he was definitely like i'm going to chop your arm so that you will oh. let me go and then like after that, all of his vitals crashed. It was fucking terrifying. So that's 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 very sad. Yeah. Not, R.I.P. Not, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, it's okay. I didn't mean to bring the podcast down, but you know, it's okay. Sully's gonna live forever, so I, you know, I can't yeah. relate. It's fun having an immortal pet that you will mm-hmm. always have mm-hmm. forever and ever. Amen. Sometimes Jess, you know, she'll get sad about pets, and she'll say like, oh, "It's gonna be so sad when like when we lose Sully." And I'm like, oh, no. "That would that would be if, but he's never going to die. And if he does, I'm not telling anyone." <laughs> Do you get pre-sad? He's remain alive forever. Do you get pre-sad? Like, if could you just sit around and like kind of make yourself sad by thinking? Like, I could definitely do that with any number of my pets, and especially I've never like, done it with Sully. I've just like just always like you. Just always whenever knew. the other pets died, it was it was shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we had three other cats. Well, one of them was my grandmother's cat, 
So it was here when I moved in. Um, and one day she just disappeared, never to be heard from again. So that was like, okay, I guess that's that. No, you know, look, look for you, but never came back. That was my um, other cat. When we moved back to Louisiana, we had two cats. Um, Moxie just, just, just fucking ghosted us. Just and, ghosted. I, and I had dreams about that cat dog. Damn, <laughs> like, dude. I was like, I would like wake up in the middle of the night being like, is Moxie here? Because <laughs> you go look outside. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever read, um, have you ever read any Murakami? No. Um, there's a book called the wind up bird chronicle. And I don't remember all the, the contents of that book, but I bought it at the bookstore because on the back, it said something about how the main character's cat goes missing. So he starts searching for his cat and then his wife goes missing. So he starts searching for his wife and his cat. And I always love that. It's, he's still looking for the cat, even after his wife goes missing, just cause she's gone. Doesn't mean that he's not important anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but that dude's always dreaming about his cats and shit. So, uh, you should, you know, just read that book. Um, or don't, I, I don't I, care. I, I, <laughs> actually, I take that back. No, no, no. That was a different book. Never mind. I was going to make a shitty comment about somebody, but I'll just, I'll just stop. Um, who, who, who um, needs who needs to put negativity out in the air, Chris? It's already negative enough as it is. Usually, it's us. We do it. That's um, true. It is. It is us. Oh, so my other cat, my other uh, Sully's brother Jack. Who, okay. if you've seen pictures of Sully, he's he's kind of a sleek boy is, mm-hmm. in terms of mm-hmm. hair. Um, Jack was uh, the fuzzy version of him. I probably talked about him before. He couldn't meow. He just made a little noise, just a little. <laughs> it was it was very cute. Uh, his, cute. his voice box is a little messed up, but um. He he died very suddenly. They like they had like used like an anesthesia on him to to at the groomers because his hair had gotten like fucked up because it was super long, um, and he he died from it. <laughs> he was totally healthy, we thought, and then he died from it. Sucks, um, dude. What the fuck? So it was just like suddenly like, hey, uh, yep, he's dead. Sorry, and that was that. My other cat Finnegan. Um, I had no love for him. He would always try to eat me when I would have friends over back at my old house. Mm -hmm. uh, When I would have friends over, he would come to the room and he would have diarrhea. We should have known then something was wrong with him, but um, he would just, he would just have big stinky diarrhea and he was always sick. And so when he died, I was like, okay, that, that kind of makes sense. He was just kind of always a sickly cat, unfortunately. Um, But he lived a really long time too. (laughs) He was old, but always sick. And they were just like, yeah, no, he's fine. Go ahead. He's just okay. Just change his diet. We change his diet. Didn't do shit. So I had a, just uh, a bad pet owner. I had a cat named Jack. Um, was he, he had, cool? He had one eye. Did he wear an eye patch by any chance? He had one eye. That's why we wow. called him Jack. Because he's one eye Jack. Because wow. he had, when we adopted him, we had, he had kitty leukemia. Oh. And um, the, uh, then I broke up with that girl, or that girl broke up with me. I don't really remember what went down. I don't even remember that chick's name. That's weird. A long time ago. Um, yeah, isn't that isn't that strange? Yeah, I think it was. I may be conf- conflating two different people, but I'm pretty sure that a guy. I was out of high school by then, but a guy from my high school who had dated my high school girlfriend before I did had dated this girl before I dated her. <laughs> so I was okay, like, kind of following in his okay. footsteps, but it was not <laughs> like intentional or anything. Like I, I didn't know the guy or anything, and like uh-huh. I didn't. Uh, uh, but at some point, he got hired, um, and then at the same Babbage's that I worked at and then like promoted <laughs> above me and then like really took his aggression out that I was dating his exes or something on me. Cause oh like God. just making up like you, you're three minutes late. I'm going to have to write you up kind of stuff. Um, Damn dude. But I don't, I don't remember the situation, but she, she left and she took one eye Jack and I've never seen one eye Jack again. So Damn. do you think he's still alive? Definitely not. I mean, that was, that <laughs> you was, don't know. Na- you could be like Sully. You could live forever. That was 1998, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> that was, okay. that was 22 years ago. So. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I, that, was, I, that was the year I was born. <laughs> Jesus Christ. People will think that that's true. That's not true. It's not born in 1998. 
I mean, at that point, might as well though. I mean, eight might years, as well. It's not that yeah. big of a difference. I can't believe I can't believe you were born the um, year the Matrix came out. <clears throat> yeah, it's fun. We were born almost exactly ten years apart. That would have been yeah. that would have been like a fun podcast trivia. Let's just say podcast trivia for the Monster of the Week wiki. Yeah, uh, Jeremy and Chris were born exactly ten years apart. Somebody start that. Somebody get on that. Yeah, I'll pay for hosting. Don't, I just don't want to do any of the work. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, don't you know? Don't clarify our birthdays. Just put nope. that factoid out there. <laughs> Almost exactly ten years apart. I, um, on the same moon. It was this. It was both a full moon. It was a wolf moon. They called it. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Which is why me and Chris. Cool. This is why this is another monster of the week trivia fact. This is why me and Chris both have three wolves inside of us instead of two. That's what makes That's us right. so great at podcasting. Most people say you have two wolves inside of you. Mm-hmm. We have uh-uh. three. No, yeah. we have a third. Yeah. Um, and it has a, it has a gun. <laughs> one has a gun. One has a one has a mic. <laughs> one has a one has, a, one has an Xbox three sixty controller yeah. with a broken right thumbstick. <laughs> it's our <Yes>. three wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, world! Watch out! Here we come! We're going Put after that it. on the wiki. Have That's you... going to be a quote from me when, because uh, there's a there's going to be a, a wiki page for every episode. This one will be, you know, when they pull a quote out in an article and it's bigger than the rest of the the words around it. Mm-hmm. It's going to say "Watch out, world!" quote Chris Mosier, as if that's a like a thing I say. I uh, I want to see that that pull quote, um, but for Jared <laughs> pa- for Jared Padalecki saying that Jensen was offered the role of Walker Texas Ranger before Dude, I he can't, was. I can't. Is that like is that's that's really what that magazine said right that's what that is magazine that said i mean I, I assume that like if you put a picture of somebody beside a quote that they said that that means it's true but i don't know how magazines work I'm i was trying editor, to pull the so. context for it like like jared was just going to be a producer on the show didn't plan to act in it and so they talked to jensen about acting in it and then that didn't work out and then as things were going jared was like well why don't i just do it myself that's that's what i want to believe and not that they just were doing this giving this dude sloppy seconds dude and then jared's like fuck yeah dude walker texas ranger let's do fuck it yeah, i'm dude. into it fucking a oh man that's so fucking hilarious to me um have you seen the thing going around about the uh like somebody getting id'd for alcohol and they they're like can i see your id and they're like here let me let me show it to you so now i can see it from here i can see the one and they're like what do you mean see the one and then oh, oh yeah yeah you just got yeah. it immediately yeah yeah yeah, yeah we're and old yes <laughs> that isn't that weird feel- Any, anybody yeah, yeah. born before what is it just before 2000 that means automatically you're automatically you're old, you're old enough, enough to drink, drink now yeah mm-hmm. fuck dude well congratulations happy birthday everybody happy birthday you, minors you kids <laughs> you, yeah um <laughs> I can officially bully you on Twitter now. You're old enough. You're not a teen. So I could be mean to you. I don't think God. I bully anybody on Twitter. Um, I don't, do you even I, post anymore? I feel like you don't I, post. I anymore. don't post a lot. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I watched this show. Or like, here's mm-hmm. a screenshot I took. I don't know. I don't have any. I don't have no thoughts, Jeremy. No thoughts. <laughs> no thoughts. Only wolves. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to look at my phone less. less and I feel so bad because like when, you know, when it's not the weekend, it's the only lifeline that I have to Jess. It's the mm-hmm. only way that I talk to you. It's mm-hmm. not like, like mm-hmm. I don't, ha- I don't know. It's, I mean, that's how anybody talks to anybody. Right. Yep. But I just, sometimes I'm like, I just want to get away from my phone and not fucking look at the horrible world that we live in. Um, or even like I play games on my phone all the time and I'm trying to do that less because it's just brain rot like i just want to focus on oh, the dude. one thing i'm doing and not every time i get to a loading screen in persona i'm looking at my phone right um but i just then i, I feel guilty i feel like i gotta have my phone on me it's weird it's weird uh, so my um my anxiety escape hatch lately and you know this i think um has been watching star wars cartoons and playing mm-hmm. crossword puzzles on my phone um and I was like off work for a while. So like I could do that without a completely ignore phone calls. Like it was all good. I was on vacay. Right. 
Um, and then Sunday came around. And you know what happens on Sunday mornings? I don't know if your phone does this on Sunday mornings, but mine does. Oh, I get the week time. I get the weekly report. <laughs> I yeah, get that motherfucker yeah. rats on me. I'm like, yo, it's 7 a.m. Can y'all not? Can you not? Me I mean, like I this. just I'm done. Like, I don't need to see this many hours. I, I try to I need to go open that and just delete it. Like I delete I would delete any uh-huh. of my Internet browsing history if, if, if something was about yeah. to happen to me. My just, thing is always like, um, oh, yeah, you've played uh, 200 hours of Fire Emblem this week. Are you proud of yourself? Are you okay? Are you happy with yourself? <laughs> Are you good? Um, it's it's never been that much. But, yeah, it's always something aggressive. I've been playing, doing, uh, I guess playing is the correct word. I've been doing playing Duolingo so much, learning Japanese, um, which I'm not really learning Japanese. I'm just, like, gaining pieces of information about the Japanese language. Sure, yeah. Because it's Autumn just does a this, game. Autumn does that for um, Spanish, so she can talk to the yeah. guys at the barn. That's cool. That's cool. It, um... Mm-hmm. But it puts you in like a leaderboard type thing. And like if you're in the top 10 or top 15 of your of your ranking system, like I'm in like the gold tier right now or some shit. If you're in the, you know, the top whatever number, uh, you advance to the next league. And I'm number one in gold league right now. And I'm like, this is going to be a whole fucking week of this me doing it. this. Because huh? once I hit that number one spot, I'm like, well, fuck, now I got to keep that number one spot, don't I? The, no, uh, I don't. It means nothing. <laughs> the crossword app that I use is like, it has the thing where you can... um reveal the puzzle or reveal the clue or whatever uh and like that's my like one weakness on crossword puzzles doing them like in a newspaper or something is you get to a certain point and you're like i don't know <laughs> i don't i don't know any of this i don't I can't yep. i can't do yep. any more with this i'm done um so i like it the digital crossword puzzles because you can reveal the clues and then like see what the answers are and maybe learn something but it always comes up with a real shitty like this is not going to count towards your streak if you use the reveal clue function and i'm like what I'm not gonna. There's a, doesn't need to be leaderboards. Why are we? Why yeah, are we have yeah. leaderboards and crossword puzzles? Leave that shit alone. Like Leave this is alone. just me just being just a nerd. All this shit. Yeah. God. I did the same thing with Sudoku because uh, if you do like the real ones in like a book, mm-hmm. you can't just guess and hope that it works out. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> so not. That's always my lifeline. It's like, well, I've been staring at this for 45 minutes and I haven't figured out what number goes where yet because there's some technique that I haven't quite figured out with all this yet. Let me just guess. Oh, oh, that was wrong. Okay, all right, that's fine. Well, now I can eliminate that number from this square, and I could start my calculations over again. Dude, I did, um, I did so much Sudoku on planes. Um, also, crossword puzzles actually on um the DS. Like I had a little DSI. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The Dude, uh, Brain Age had some really good. Brain ones Age on there. had some some good shit yeah. in it, but like the crossword puzzle, like you would actually like la- write it letter by letter on the pad. <laughs> like it was, it actually oh, felt because wow. this was like before iPhones had come out, right? Like you, did, nobody had an iPhone, so nobody had a good yep. keyboard or a good I, screen. <clears throat> when I was like nineteen or something, I um, when I was working at the hospital and I was working nights, so I'd wake up during the the day and like none of my friends are around they're all busy with whatever um i would spend all day playing sudoku on my 3ds on brain age and i would watch the show it was an a and e show that was on netflix it was called paranormal state and it was like uh one of those like ghost hunting shows like where they pretend that they're actually hunting ghosts or you're supposed to believe that it's real um but it was these college kids who like formed a uh a paranormal society i guess it would just mm-hmm. like go and pray at people's houses and honestly not even my cup of tea but i watched every single episode while playing sudoku's all one summer because there was nothing to do all day i dude that's crazy to me that's Weird absolutely memories that just pop up like that yeah i don't know man i i I, I kind of i liked my dsi i think i still have it somewhere i just don't know if i have a charger for it anywhere i might bust that DS bad boy down tight yeah DS hopefully the battery cool. didn't explode um that's you know a lot of my shit is in a uh like plastic 
stackable drawer thing in my shed uh-huh. and it's i haven't seen it in a while <laughs> like i just keep throwing shit in there because we haven't really been so it, it could my, easily have exploded and i just don't know it yet i have my game boy advance sp the one that could snap shut and had the light on it um that was like my pride and joy i got mm-hmm. it in seventh grade to play fire emblem and i took it to school with me every day like it was a whole thing i was staying up late it was just you know it was kid shit but then i got to high school and i brought it with me and played tetris all the time at like lunch and shit and then i went to college and i brought my my uh game boy advance with me it was just it was my my fucking thing and then a couple years ago even i was showing jess my old uh, game boy advance whatever it, it stuck around for all these years and i found it about two months ago in my closet the battery had popped I was oh. like, no, no and like of course you can buy replacement batteries and all that shit but i was yeah, just yeah. like you're not, you're not you la- it lasted so long yeah. and if you just charge it if you or use it, it, it the battery won't do that but I, it went i just went a, a few too many years can I um? You mentioned Tetris. Can I can I uh, sandbag my sister for a little bit? Yeah, do what you got to do. So my sister came down, um, and she always wants to come down and play the PSVR or whatever. Uh, so I, I usually try to download like demo disc or whatever to make sure that we have like some new stuff to play that doesn't take forever because we don't want to like like we're not going to play an entire game of something. She just wants yeah, you to don't fuck need to start a new it. campaign of Resident Evil. 7 yeah, or exactly. It's, yeah, like we're not we're much. not going to go through all of that. We just need the kitchen demo, right? Like we're just yeah, going to put yeah. someone who hasn't seen it to the kitchen demo. Well, I'm showing her d- various games, and she's going through and doing stuff, but she's like, give me something, like, kind of cool, and so I put on Thumper. I don't know if you've played Thumper at all. Are you, are you aware of what this is? Okay, so it's like no, a... No, I have no idea. It's described as a horror rhythm game. Um, it's got r- these real psychedelic, crazy visuals. Um, you are matching patterns. It's got a really intense soundtrack, so, like, this 3D audio stuff going on. You don't have to play it in VR. Like, they have it for phones and shit, and uh, just oh. normal PS5 or PS4 or whatever. Um, I think it's even on the Switch now or something. But um, in VR, it's a really, really intense experience. And this girl, like, was killing it. I'm talking, like, just S-rank. on the, I'm just nailing yeah. it, just knocking it out. And I'm like, dude, this is good. You're having a good time. Oh, yeah, I'm having a great time. But I want to play something else. I'm like, okay, I've got Tetris. Let's check out Tetris. I put on Tetris. I had never seen somebody be so bad at Tetris before. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. I thought that everybody had, like, a like a middling competency level for Tetris, right? Like, I just thought everybody had a certain, like, everybody can play like Tetris to a degree. Like, I'm not great at Tetris, but I can play it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But, like, she, I don't, it's like she had never played Tetris before. And, like, she's playing it, and she's kind of going through it and doing it. And I'm like, and she's not, I could tell she's not having fun at all. I'm like, do you want to just <laughs> not? She's like, yeah, this fucking sucks. Why did you make oh, me play man. this game? And I'm like, it's uh. Tetris. <laughs> but she didn't even, I don't, have you, you've played uh, Tetris Effect, right? I, I remember you telling yeah, me yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I love it. But, you know, like, as you make more lines or whatever, it, like, builds up and it becomes this, like, overwhelming sensory mm-hmm. experience. She got nowhere with that. Like, that's the thing that I thought she would dig. But, like, she didn't make enough lines to, like, get it uh, on beat or anything. So it was just like, boop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, I was so obsessed with, with Tetris in high school. I, I bet I've told you I had the, the Tetris Dreams, which is, like, an actual condition. Oh, yeah, called been something. there. Mm-hmm. I had that, I've had dreams for three games, uh, Tetris, World of Warcraft, because... Um, being 15 and finding that game was, was hazardous it was all all we did was play world of warcraft um and then what was oh catherine you ever play that game i didn't i'm uh i'm very familiar with it though just because it's the the puzzle aspect of it, it did the same thing to my brain that um tetris did so playing it on the harder settings like trying to solve all those puzzles it like stuck into my into my brain which is it's a, it's weird to close your eyes and see that shit or like to think about that stuff oh, dude, it's kind of uh, weird puzzle quest was that for me? Oh yeah, um, yeah. 
I, I want to say that I was having weird Breath of the Wild dreams there for a while, but that, uh, that could, but that I was probably just the weed cookies that I was eating. Like you, making you me have consumed, weird. You consumed what 150 hours and like a, a small span. A of small. Time. That'll, of that'll that. do that. It's fucking crazy, dude. I can't. I still can't believe that I did that. Like that's. That I mean, seems... it was like early quarantine. The fuck yeah. else are you gonna do? I mean, nothing. Abs- absolutely. None of us knew what was going on. I don't even. I, I oh I just played a I just played a ton of Animal Crossing that's what it was yeah, yeah. I don't think I I, mean, I would have gotten Animal Crossing I would have probably liked it but I don't think I would have gotten into Animal Crossing if it wasn't for being, being home at home all the fucking time day. yeah couldn't see my girlfriend you know wasn't even leaving the house to go to work or anything like that and it was just like it was an outlet it was something everybody was excited for um we played <laughs> for some reason like every couple of years me and the guys would always be like yo let's get animal crossing bro let's do this let's so do we got it, the bro. one on, on ds when we were in high school and then in college did the same thing um but we would always play it for like a week and then we'd be like i don't i'm out of fruit man i don't know what to do anymore what's this game all about uh <laughs> but this i've played it literally every day i have not missed a day yet in since march that's fucked up dude that's there's fucking, no reason to go on every day that's crazy <laughs> like, i thought that does yeah. it don't things like expire though like if you leave it long like you have to come back and like clean your shit or something like sure I always, yeah weeds will grow and stuff like that um dude but, i have a oh, house it's not that detrimental <laughs> for you to not log in i just have every single day um even if it was only for like a minute and then like i'd like run around and be like oh there was one night where i didn't log in until like 10 30 at night all the stores had closed. Couldn't even check for new clothes. So pff, total bust. But I did log on technically, uh, and now it's just part of my daily routine. <laughs> Brush my teeth, check Animal Crossing, no sweat. It's fucking dude. I, sure. And I get really bored with it. But then every once in a while, me and Jess will spend like this weekend. We spent like a half of Saturday just like rearranging our islands and like making items for each other and sending it to each other. It was it was a good time. I could see that. Um, Autumn has never I've really been into anything like that. Like I trying to think of like the video games that autumn has really gotten into and it's stuff like Did she ever get into stardew no no um she kind of liked watching me play it but i think it was just more that it doesn't make a lot of loud noises so she could focus on reading like there was nobody yeah. speaking and there's no like and there's screaming. Fact, it, it's, it's a very relaxing sounds and music and all nice that. music yeah and, um but she will she like watch me play like something like binding of isaac and just say that it looks fucking terrible like she's like this mm-hmm. just looks like trash it's aesthetically a, a, a abrasive it's a pretty abrasive <laughs> game um but the games that she always got into were like Castle Crashers. Like she was real big into Castle Crashers. I don't know if you played that. Um, oh yeah. And uh, and then of course Diablo three. Like she's, mm-hmm. I mean, she's she's platinum that on two different systems. It's wow. Crazy. Yeah, dude. Pretty cool. What did we do? Oh, uh, yeah. There was so we played Animal Crossing for like half the day, and then Jess switched over to uh, Stardew Valley while we were like making food or something, and um. We're sitting there. She so her her switch was dying, so she sits like on the floor in front of my switch to just plug it into like the controller port rather than having to bring her charger back and forth every time. So she's sitting down there, and I'm playing Sekiro. I was fighting. Who was I fighting? Um, oh, I was fighting the owl. Um, and I could just see her like she's she's playing Stardew Valley. She's totally in it, and then everyone's throwing her head craning up to look at the screen to see what I was doing. And then at a certain point, she stopped playing Stardew Valley. It was just watching me fight the owl. And then she stood up and she's like criticizing me, like telling me what I need to do. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) She was like, why are you getting so sweaty, Chris? (laughs) She didn't say that, but I do. My feet, dude, my feet get so sweaty when I play Sekiro and I don't know why. It's like I'm having a physical reaction. It's a sense memory, I think, from when I played it the first time. Because I'm um... I'm pretty much just like breezing through Sekiro. I'm only playing it like here and there um you know each boss i struggle a little bit but it's fun it's a fun struggle on like you know the uh brain breaking de- depressive cycle i went into last time mm-hmm. 
but I just I get so sweaty when I fight bosses, man. <laughs> I um ever since the wedding, I've super par- paranoid that I have infected myself with COVID, mm-hmm. um, and I've been having like weird, um, and I think I've got it nailed down to just straight up wet anxiety. dreams, right? Wet, super wet dreams, <laughs> super just the dampest. Just wake dude, up just and that the- bed is soaked, <laughs> I'm soaked dude. But you want to talk about a nocturnal emission, Chris? <laughs> Woo! Oh my god! I think you have to actually put that in the plural when you're when you're when you're when your bottom sheet is soaked. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. when you when you mm-hmm. yeah, it's too bad. I had to I had to replace my mattress the other day. It's not good. Um, that wasn't a fun trip out the front door, by the way. Taking that greasy ass mattress out. I'm kidding. <laughs> super bad. This is um, getting real. It's super. It's too real. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Um, you you oh. were paranoid that you were getting COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been having these weird like pains that I think are actually just legit anxiety, like weird muscle mm-hmm. anxiety stuff. Um, but it like I'll be sitting on the couch and I'll like be feeling the weird muscle thing, um, which is like near my heart. So I think I'm having a heart attack. And then I'm Google the symptoms and I'm like, oh yeah, my feet are sweaty right now too. Absolutely. Like what's going on? Like it's just it's just yeah, yeah. Don't look for symptoms online, yeah. everybody. You yeah, don't look for that. symptoms while playing Sekiro. That's the advice I'm dude. All right. So I haven't finished it a second time yet. It's currently my second favorite FromSoft game. Okay. After pl- after like coming back to it, it's the like insane challenge of it is gone, but it's still incredibly engaging like you have like every fight you're like you know it's like a rhythm game almost and i'm i'm very into it i'll let you know i'll let you know when i finish the game we've been talking for half an hour we should talk about supernatural i just no i think that i think that's great i think that the if you could once you get into that zone it's one of the best feelings in the world like just mm-hmm. um just like that ganishiro fight is just the best realization of that entire combat system to mm-hmm. me um mm-hmm. even though like once you get to the third phase you're like this is not fair like by the time you you've really come to figure out the game systems. Like it works out really well. And I think the game has, and then it's like, Oh, by the way, yeah, <laughs> there's a new thing. There's a new thing and it's called lightning. I hope you clicked on yeah. that wall scroll. Uh, yeah. But like, it's just, it just feels so good in the hands. Like it just, but it is one of the most stressful games I've ever played. Like I, yeah. Yep. I, like legit streamed for hours trying to fight um, the final boss on new game three or whatever. And I was like, Oh, I just, I just finished it. I just did it on new game two. This is not going to be a big deal in BD, no sweat gang. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was, it was a lot of sweat gang. <laughs> it was just yeah. me. Some, some sweat, you, some sweat. Are you full? Like, Sit up straight, leaning towards the TV, like not even relaxed on the bed or the couch Oddly anymore. enough, I've been pretty, I've been pretty much just like laying back. But okay. there was a few times where I would like adjust and sit up and be like, all right, all right, let's do this. Let's do this. And then I would be like, no, 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 no. You got to be, you got to be relaxed. You got to be relaxed. You got to lay back down, lay back down. Just be, just be chill. Just be chill. Meanwhile, my feet are sweating. My shirt, my shirt is soaked. <laughs> but I'm like, but I'm like, no, 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 I'm chill. I'm chill. It's cool. Totally I'm not chill. mad. Totally I'm just, chill. I'm hype. <laughs> Feet sweaty, shirt soaked, bed wet. I keep doing <laughs> the yes, monster of the week. Doing this thing with uh, uh, the the spear counter where you like step on the spear, whatever that's called. Um, I keep like trying to do two things at once during certain bosses. I'm like, oh, I can counter this. I can counter this, but I have to press forward circle and I'll and I'll counter it. But like, I'm I'm trying to do fucking eight things at once, so I'll like jump back, but then I'll step forward and I'm like, no, no, that's two different moves at once. Don't do it. Don't do it. So my hands move faster than my brain sometimes. Absolutely, you can you can definitely get into that, especially once you get to like the demon of hatred. Like you're just basically keeping a running log. Oh, I never of, fought the demon of hatred for real because I just cheesed him. Ooh, they they they, t- they patched that out. You can't. I don't think you can. Yeah, you can cheese yeah. Him well, I'll give it a shot this time. Um, it's miserable. Have fun. 
<laughs> I bet it's miserable. But I found out you could cheese it, and I was like, that sounds sick. I'm doing that. And then I got into this other area. I took a video on my uh, oh, yeah, on my yeah, PS4 yeah. of mm-hmm. all the different. I thought it was so cool. I was like, I, I, am I like, am I one of those YouTubers now? Should I, should I send this to Lance or whoever? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send this to Lance McDonald. You'll never believe what I uncovered. Oh, you guys, check this out. They're like, yeah, we fucking know. We, fuck, we fucking know. Blocked. <laughs> You're uh, blocked. Did you All see right. he that he found the, the the big secret that was remaining in near Automata? Did you see any of that stuff? No. Oh, the cheat code. The cheat code. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I thought you were going to say Shadow of the Colossus, and I ne- I I nearly had a nocturnal omission. Dude, I, <laughs> I need to I need to get Lance into some Shadow of the Colossus. That dude Yo, needs Lance, to just get up. And my guy, if you you're listening to this, we know you love Supernatural. Yeah, I'm a I'm like one degree of separation away from that dude because I talk to a guy that he talks to a lot. Like me and me and his friend are friends, so we're best friends. Yeah, you're He's close. You're worse. almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. Even though he is directly denied to do Don't Go Up Skeletons several times. So. Wow. 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 He hasn't done Let's any other talk podcasts. talk about Supernatural. Though. I got to blow my nose. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Blow your nose. Do it. Do it. Do it right now. Do it. Do it. Oof. God, that's horrible. What are you doing it? What are you doing that with? What are you? Ugh. That was the least. Ugh. That was the least satisfying honk I've ever God, just was, it was miserable horn, over horn here. Ever honked. There it's go. horrible. Ugh. It was nothing. It was nothing at all. It wasn't even a loud sound. <laughs>